Did you tell me to say something, or were you, are you planning to do something? No, I'm just starting now. We just went live now. <laughs> Amazing community. It's me, Lucia Gabriela, and I am here again with you today, an amazing Monday, to bring you an amazing speaker, coach, uh, facilitator of amazing retreat and event, and his name is Christopher John Stubbs, and he is incredible. So today, he's here. Welcome him together. Hi, Christopher. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining. We're going to have a lot of fun today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to have fun today, so I'm so excited about this. So today we're going to be talking about how to reignite the fire in the relationship when it has gone extinguished. Especially this is a topic for all of you who are in a relationship, who maybe are in the middle of a breakup because you don't feel the fire anymore, you don't feel the butterflies anymore, you don't feel anything, <laughs> right? So you feel like your life sucks now and the relationship is suffering. So, also, we're going to give you some tools. Uh, Christopher is being uh, so wonderful and generous to come to our show today and pour his heart here and share as much as he can and also um, share his work. So, let's start with Christopher and ask uh, Christopher, um, what do you do? Like, how do you help people? What is your uh, passion? Like, yeah, share about you today. We want to learn more about you. Thank you. So, I'm a life coach. I'm a consultant. Um, and I help people. I help people love their lives. And I primarily help people and really focus my energies on helping people with the things that I've struggled the most with. So, there's a lot of certifications out there to be able to do this, do that, do the other. But the real certification is what have you accomplished personally? What have you overcome and struggled with deeply so that you truly know the path, not just some cool quotes or some cool sayings or some pep talk or some hype or whatever, but what have you gone through intensely and overcome so that you can truly help people overcome and come out of that darkness or pain or struggle that they're in. So two primary areas that I focus on um, within that are relationships and finances. Uh, so I do a lot of business coaching, coaching and consulting and really empowering people to discover their passion and purpose. But that all comes on the heels of really getting your relationships right. Because at the end of the day, if your relationships are not right with yourself, with your maker, with your spouse, your loved ones, uh, your children, uh, and your clients in the world, then it, everything really boils down to relationships. So no matter which angle we approach it from, relationships are the key foundation. That's the primary topic we're going to focus on today. Um, and today specifically on how to reignite that passion when it's been extinguished. So if you've been in a relationship for a long time, you know, a year, two, three, five, ten, 20, 30 years, and that passion is not ignited, pay attention, because over the next however long we spend in the we're really going to dive into that. Cool. Thank you for sharing that. And um, I definitely honor the fact that you also mentioned the finances and the personal relationship. And I feel like 
money, the relationship with money and relationship with finance is so important that being a relationship coach or your expertise is relationship is so critical because it helps your client and help everybody that comes your way to really be in tune and align with themselves so they can attract amazing lovers and money and abundance and careers. So it's pretty cool the work that you're doing. So thank you so much for for the work you do. So okay, so what happened? Why do you think the relationship go downhill? Like why do you think um we lose that spark on that fire? Many, many reasons and layers and um you know, you know, let me just start to break it down. So some of the primary issues to look at in relationship, if you're struggling or you're not experiencing the greatest amount of joy and fulfillment in your relationship, I would first look to what are you withholding, right? So secrets kill. And relation in relationships, if you're not speaking 100% authentically and honestly and you are withholding, on any level, if you're keeping secrets, then there is an issue. So I definitely uh, promote and endorse radical honesty in relationships, no matter how painful. Like a lot of times people tell themselves, well, I don't want to hurt them. We already hurt the person when we did the lie. It's mm -hmm. not hurting them by, like, yeah, it's going to hurt more to know the truth, but it ends the game. It ends the trauma. It ends the bullshit. So... Uh, continuing to lie with the, the guys that were trying not to hurt them. The hurt already happened when we got out of integrity, not when we told the truth. And the hurt that happens when we tell the truth is just peeling off the band-aid to give it fresh air so that the wound can actually heal instead of continuing to carry on and get infected. So the radical honesty is a key, key piece of handling relationships and getting that passion reignited. It may go through pain first, like a cleansing process, but it is required to get to that deep level of passion. So many, many times in a relationship, the very root or start of the issue is a lack of transparency, a lack of honesty, a lack of vulnerability and openness that would create the intimacy and closeness that's desired. I'm taking my notes. <laughs> I recommend everyone to take a note. Every time I read an amazing speaker, I take my notes. So because it, it just it's great to refresh, you know, like go back and refresh. So I love the fact that you talk about radical honesty, uh, and it's important to tap into into this, even though maybe a little more uh, deeper because. Um, you know, I just came back from these events myself, and we talk about radical honesty. I, we don't call it radical honesty, but we call it like actually working with, you know, the the masculine energy of communication and honesty, because the secret is the immaturity of us. So one of the greatest things about being in a good relationship or reignite something in your life is to become mature. Uh, so radical honesty, I feel like, is like it's a very powerful value an aspect of a mature relationship um, so a really this is really important and like Christi, um, Christopher saying is a key and I really believe in that um, 
So let's say people saying, okay, sounds great, <laughs> right? Sounds good to be honest. Um, but what about a white lie? Something like that, you know? I can't tell my partner this because I know it's going to hurt him, but, um, you know, you're not lying, but you, like you said, you're holding back. How can somebody break free from that? Like, and really, don't even, just really being radical on it. Like, like one simple tool or, or like a symbol or metaphor. What do you, what do you suggest for somebody like really, you know, like, oh, the wildlife is not going to hurt you or, you know. I think where this starts is context. So we look at what do you choose to create? So the two next things I want to bring to this equation are radical responsibility. So we talked about radical honesty. Now I want to talk about radical responsibility and I want to talk about commitment. Mm. So when we look at any journey, it always begins with commitment first. And, and I think let's even back up a little further and go to context. Most relationships are mediocre at best. Six, something around 65% of relationships are ending in divorce in today's American society. Now that's 65% divorce rate. Does that mean that 35% of relationships are successful and 65% are failing? Hell no. You know, divorce isn't the measuring factor for successful relationship. A successful relationship to me is far beyond anything that's been modeled in the past. We look at, you know, if you go back to the 60s, the 70s, the 50s, the 40s, the 30s, the 20s, there hasn't been shit modeled for healthy relationships probably as long as relationships on this planet Earth have existed. If you look at the time that we've actually gone from survival, the radical, not radical, but like the rugged individualist back, you know, if we were back in the pioneer days, we lived on a, on a, a, the plains maybe as cowboys and Indians. And, and if we were a cowboy, we had a farm and, and we, the man worked all day and the woman worked in the house. Today's world is completely different. We're in a world where we can earn our sustenance in a matter of hours with today's technology. And then we have much more time on our hands to be with ourselves, be with our maker, get creative, see how many people we can influence, like tap into our passion and purpose. The rate at which the world is moving today versus the, the rate it, it used to be that the whole race was consumed with survival. Now more and more people are moving into survival and saying, how much more could I enjoy life? How much more passion could I enjoy? How much more love and connection and prosperity and service and contribution? And how much bigger of a difference could I make with the technology and the platforms that are available to us today? And how much more consciousness and love can I bring to relationships beyond just grunting back and forth, beyond just defending a role or position or a concept about what gender roles and all these other things. So. When we move into that, we need to move into what's possible in relationships, not what has been, because what has been has been half-assed. What ha what exists currently in the world is, yeah, six only six you know, only sixty-five percent are getting divorced. But how many of those thirty-five percent that aren't getting divorced are actually truly happy and fulfilled? How many of those people in those relationships absolutely love that relationship? 
I would dare to venture into the realms of there's probably only about 5% of relationships that are actually truly and deeply in love and passionate and fulfilled that not, not only are 65% barely surviving in from divorce, but the, even the other 30% are only half-assed relationships. So how do we get the 5% to become the 50 or flip it completely around where 95% of relationships are absolutely thriving and fulfilled and passionate beyond anything we've ever seen? We have not had many models about what is possible in relationships. So let's change all of that. Let's see how good can we stand it, how much love, passion, connection, honesty, intimacy, uh, purpose, fulfillment, creative expression, uh, equality, communication. How far can we take the depth and the, the magnitude of the joy and connection and, and intimacy in relationships? So that's the game I'm talking about. So that's the context. So first, let's paint the picture of what's possible, what it is and what's possible so that we can navigate between where we're at as a society and where we could be. Once we have that picture, if you envision in your mind, you may envision a dream of relationships that you had when you were a little boy or girl. And maybe since then you've had 5, 10, 15, or maybe even just one massive heartbreak. And you've made up, well, shit, that was a childhood dream. That was all bullshit. Well, what if that dream you had as a child wasn't bullshit? What if the lies you've made up since the heartache and the pain are what's the lie? What if that childhood dream is what's possible and more? And what if that's the vision we need to uh, get to keep holding to and recommitting to? So first we get to recommit to, like, hey, what is my wildest dream in relationship? Instead of saying, well, that's a dream, that's a fairy tale, what if we said bullshit? I am the creator of my life. I take radical responsibility. Everything that's happening in my life today and everything that's happening in my relationships is my responsibility, not hers, not his, not the world's, not my parents, not my pastors, not anyone else's, but mine. And we go, I'm 100% responsible for every result in my relationship and in my life. So if I don't love the, re the results that I have, what do I get to look at? What do I get to learn from this? What do I get to shift? How do I get to change my perspective and my viewpoint on this? What skill sets do I get to learn? What new approach do I get to take to change the results? If I'm responsible for the results and no one is to blame, what do I get to learn, do, be, apply, shift in my mindsets or skill sets to change that result? And we begin taking 100% radical responsibility for changing that result. And once we have that vision and we hold that vision of what's optimal, we commit to that. We say, I commit to creating a relationship of the most epic proportions beyond my wildest dreams. Now, we don't get to know how when we make that commitment. We make the commitment first and the know-how comes later. The know-how comes later. So we say, you know what? We maybe do a journal exercise, right? You want something tangible you can do right now? Do a journal exercise and say, what does my ideal relationship look like? And you sit down for an hour, two, three, whatever it takes, and you breathe, and you relax, and you tune into your wildest dreams, and you journal all that out, and you vision that, and you believe it, and you know this can be my reality if I choose it to be so. Then you commit like a warrior. You commit like 
unshakable. I will create this. Now, are you going to screw up on the way? Yes. Are you going to fall off track along the way? Yes. Are you going to be a jerk along the way? Yes. Are you going to forget along the way? Are you going to get lost in the storm of that? Yes. And instead of giving up and saying, this is hopeless, you can't have it, it's a fairy tale dream, you say, bullshit, this is possible, I just get to master this level of life called relationships, this, this realm. And so you recommit. I recommit to creating this masterful, amazing, fulfilling relationship. What else do I get to learn? What else do I get to release? What else do I get to let go of? What else do I get to expand into? What other mindset or skill set do I get to adopt? and integrate into my life. And so you commit. Once you hold once you create clarity on where you're going, first you get to get real about where you're at in your relationship. Second, create clarity about where you're going. Third, commit to making that your reality. Fourth, recommit over and over and over again until you get there. Fifth, learn every skill set and mindset and surround yourself in an environment with people figure out who has these relationships stop fucking taking advice from people who have shitty relationships stop and and it's not just when they act like their relationship is fucking amazing because the energy never lies so tune into it energetically and feel is what they're saying congruent with what they're experiencing if not, that don't make them a bad person. It means they're serving the best they can from where they're at. But know for yourself that you get to surround yourself with people who have the results that you desire. So if you want epic relationships, account for where you're actually at and quit faking. Then set that vision, set that commitment. Be committed 100% and surround yourself with the people that can help you get there. And then you get to go to work on what are the skill sets and the mindsets and the environment that I get to create to make this a reality. I know that was a long toss. Lucia, what do you got for us? What, any questions, any suggestions, any, any direction you want to steer this? I love the fact that you are sharing this with us. And um, it's, it's like you're real... It's real, it's true, it feels right, it's like concrete, it's like you're giving tools. Um, to recap for those, you know, we have to get real. Get, know where you are right now, where you're heading, and be real. And find the clarity of the relationship, like you just said it. Like, get tuned in, in, in this, like what you want. Commit, recommit. Surround yourself with people that are like role models, uh, some aspect of it, and, um, and then learn the skills and mindset. So I love all this. So now the thing is, here we go. Relationship, commitment. Um, I find that commitment is it's been something that I even you know um, I'm exploring and like what we've seen and checking the energies and the work of it because a lot of people want to do this work of transformation um, and a lot of people want to be in a greatest relationship and they're so afraid of commitment not just the commitment with the person that they're gonna be with that they really love but they just hold them they know they're holding back but also the commitment with themselves and I understand that to commit commit with a relationship or in a relationship with a partner that you love and adore you have to start with a commitment with yourself so a 
Hi, I would say, why do you think that people are afraid of commitment? And what can people do to break free of that fear of commitment? So, great question. And one of the places I think we get to start right here is that people are afraid of committing because of the guilt and the shame that has been placed around two words that we mix together, a promise and a commitment morality and integrity so we tend to make you know it's like this is right this is wrong this is good this is bad this is moral this is immoral if you do this you're awesome if you do this you're suck if you do this you're going to heaven forever if you do this you're going to hell forever and so when you add in all that guilt and shame and pressure around the terms of, of commitment and promise People develop perfectionist personas that we live by, which make us too scared to do anything in life, too scared to launch out and do that, follow our passion and purpose, too scared to launch that business that we feel called to launch, too scared to commit to that relationship that would bring us home. Uh, and I want to talk some context about why do we do relationships, because the whole Everything we've been sold and our beliefs and concepts about relationship are not even close in the first place. So having the context is going to be critical. So please remind me to come back to that in a moment. But the commitment piece is hard because, I mean, many people have are scared to get on video. Many people are scared to fully own their voice in the world. Many people are scared to do most anything because of their fear of rejection, their fear of failure. Their fear, you know, ultimately it's like, if I fail too many times, I'll discover that there's something fundamentally wrong with me, and then I'll ultimately give up on myself and say, you know what, the voices in my head are right, I am a loser, I do suck, and maybe the world would be better off without me, maybe the pain would end, and we'd all be better off if I just went and killed myself. So, there's this fear deep down that if I fail too many times for too long, that I will give up, I will realize that there's something wrong with me. I truly am fundamentally flawed, I'm not enough, and I should just end it. And so what we do is we avoid pain, we avoid failure, we avoid, avoid looking stupid, we avoid losing people's approval, and we begin to make every decision in our life based on how other people are going to feel, or how other people are going to perceive us, instead of learning to source our own love within. So we approach relationships through codependency rather than wholeness. We show up looking for how, what do I get to do and be for them to like me? And how can I attract this person that will fulfill me so that I can, you know, this whole, you know, vision that Hollywood has created for us and every song and every movie we've ever listened to or seen has painted this picture of you completely. You hmm. make me whole, you make me happy, you make me all these things. Well, even you make me sad and angry when you do the things I don't want you to do. So we've can, we've learned to base love on agreeing, agreeing, on completing each other, on making each other happy, on blaming each other when we're not happy. Like everything that's been modeled for us is around codependency rather than whole relationships where I'm whole and complete and in love with myself. And two whole people come together and the sum of the whole is much greater than the sum of the parts. One plus one isn't two. It's something much greater. I like to say one plus one is 11. But we must approach relationships from the context that 
It is a spiritual path. It is an enlightenment path. It is a transformational path that when we walk in a room, there could be 3,000 people in that room, and the, pers- the, the woman that I will be most attracted to or the person that I will be most attracted to is the one that is most likely to trigger the living shit out of me, to show me every unloved part within me, to hold a mirror in my face and show me everything that is unloved about me and give me the opportunity to heal those unloved places. It is not what's been painted for us where, oh, I'm going to meet the one, I'm going to be very selective, I'm going to find the one, and they're going to make all my dreams come true, we're going to ride off in the sunset and live happily ever after. The truth of relationships in is it happens in phases. You fall in love, you see the essence and the beauty of their heart and their soul, and you're highly attracted to them because of that essence, but also subconsciously and spiritually, you know that they will bring you home to the love and the light of the, the light that's wanting to be brought to the darkness in those deep, dark, ugly places within you. And so you attract that person, you fall in love, you have the honeymoon stage. The next stage is the opposite of the honeymoon stage. It's the stage where everything that could trigger the shit out of you will trigger the shit out of you to expose all that, that those demons. And you think it's that partner. You're like, I was happy before you. Now you're doing all this. Now I'm miserable. You made me unhappy and you need to change for me to be happy. And that's all bullshit. The truth is, I was only happy on a surface level. I had a lot of unloved places within me. You ignited the love and the light and the greatness within me, like the true namaste, the greatness in me, honors and sees the greatness in you. But then, phase two is, there's more energy when two people are together than when one person is by themselves. That increased energy flushes the system, just like if you were to go from eating a shitty diet to eating really healthy, then it flushes the system and you'll tend to get toxic first before you get healthy because it it's a, a toxic dump. Same thing when you combine the energies of two people. There's much more energy together than alone. This flushes the system and requires an upgrade and an up level, which requires a dump of the garbage. So then you go through the next phase, which is all the shit. And this is where most relationships end. They're not willing to do the work. They're not willing to commit. They're not willing to face their shit. They want to blame other people for their problems. If you're not willing to face your shit, relationships are going to be a miserable, hard, lonely path for you. If you are willing to face your shit and learn and heal, you will move from this painful stage in relationship to a stage where you learn, you grow, you implement new skill sets, new mindsets, new environments, and you change your entire approach to your to life, to your relationship with life, with money, with yourself, with others, with your creator, with everything that is in your world. And then you move into the final stage of relationship, which is all about joy, fulfillment, passion, connection. There's no more drama. In the fourth stage of relationships, there's no more drama. No more chaos, no more blame and attack and power struggle, no more bullshit. It's now like you have all that energy. It's better, way greater than the sum of the parts. What You got the energy of 11 now, and now you ask yourself, what do we want to create with this? And now this could be babies, this could be sex, this could be exploration, this could be travel. My wife and I share all of these things. 
we also share building business and improving the world and making people's lives better and living a life of service and joy. And really now we live in the question, how much more joy and love can we give to ourselves as well as assist others to give to themselves? And so the whole vision of life changes when you open up to the reality of what's possible in relationships and you use them for the purpose and intent that they are capable of creating for you and you give yourself the gift of those skill sets and mindsets and environments that will allow you to make that your reality. Aho! Uh -huh. <laughs> you said it, brother. Ah, uh, that was, that's amazing. I love the phases of the relationship that you mentioned because a lot of people do, I haven't really heard from somebody being so honestly, uh, radical honest in the aspect that there is a stage in the relationship that is the trigger state. Um, that is like where we trigger all aspects of ourselves, like you mentioned, to bubble up what it needs to be seen, what it needs to be um, understood, what it needs to be, you know, heal and transform and, and, and burn and destroy uh, from ourselves. So I really love the fact that you point this out because it's very critical for people to really understand that, yes, we're going to be in that attraction stage and then the honeymoon and all those great and not many people aware actually who who teach that you're not you know like we like you said we don't have the role models that come to tell us hey you're gonna have a trigger state and then you're gonna have another shit stage where it's like you you're gonna be blaming yourself and all that stuff so a lot of people go from the fall in love honeymoon stage and then to the joy stage like the blissful stage and they don't talk about the trigger stage and uh, it's all, you know, it's all blame stage. So I really appreciate that you mentioned it. Um, also, for those who are jo joining in, uh, we have, uh, yeah, we have so many people sharing uh, this, this video on Facebook. So yeah, that's great. So yeah, share the video right now live with all your friends who are having struggles in their relationship because this is a real topic. This is real topic. Uh, we're not just coding anything. We're being clear that we are responsible of, of our own reality and what we create. And really to, you know, I didn't turn to because I have worked with business people and, um, you know, they want to reignite the relationship. And they, you know, they're so focused on their business that they forget that to create a business because you also work in the area is you have to create a business map, right? Like a, a business map and get the skills and all that. And it's very interesting to me to see that many people don't take the time, the energy and the resources um, and, you know, the commitment to work on this, to create a relationship map. Where, like you clearly explained it at the beginning of this interview is to be real and clear where you are right now and where you heading. Like, what is your ideal, amazing, incredible relationship where you see yourself being in? And and then you know the commitment aspect of it. So I love that you're incorporating all this, um, the way of looking at it from a very um, practical perspective. I, I love it. It, it like. 
just make sure that you take a note, all of you guys. Okay. So um, you mentioned to me that to uh, mention you again about the content uh, that we were talking about the guilt and the, the shame that you wanted to go a little deeper with this. Um, you know that people avoid the whole promise and the commitment between the promise and the commitment, and people avoid to go into the commitment because they live in this guilt and shame. Uh, I just want to remind you about that. Awesome. Thank you. So the thing is, is we, in the past, we have utilized guilt and shame to help us be better people because that's the only tools and way we knew to keep ourselves on course. So when we made stupid choices that were not win-win and they were not integrity or maybe they were not moral and they hurt ourselves and they hurt others. And the truth is if it hurts someone else, it hurts us because we're all one. If, when I hurt me, I hurt you. And when I hurt you, I hurt me. And so we're really scared to make those choices because we tend to crucify ourselves and utilize guilt and shame to keep ourselves on course. The problem is every time we use guilt and shame, we undermine ourselves. We undermine our self-love. So we don't deepen the self-love. We've been taught by every master of the past, love your neighbor as yourself or the golden rule, do unto others as you would have others do unto you or any other version you want to look at that from. We must come to a place of self-love in order to heal and be able to show up with love and kindness in other people's lives. And that means especially when we screw up, especially when we're out of integrity. We don't crucify ourselves more. That would make us more injured and more likely to do more, more injuries on others because hurt people hurt people. So let's stop hurting ourselves and stop hurting others. So, uh, you know, I want to go even deeper with this, which is, most people are wasting their entire fucking lives and i'm going to speak passionately here and i'm going to be even whatever swear whatever you want to call it but people we are not fucking here to pay the bills and have some sex and a nice car and a house and keep up with the fucking joneses and then die i want to pause for a moment and let that sink in you're not fucking here you're listening to this. You are not here. You meet a person, fall in love, get married, have some kids, go to work every fucking day, nine to five, pay the bills and then die. Let that sink in. Register that shit. You are not a human in a body. You're not a body trying to be spiritual. Let that sink in. You are not a body trying to be spiritual. You're not this body. I am not this body. I am not this mind. Brilliant mind, beautiful, but I'm not this mind. And it's incredibly limited. You're not your body and you are not your mind and you're not here to pay the bills and then fucking die. You are not a slave, like you are a slave. Unconsciously, you have been enslaved about believing you're your body, believing you are your mind, believing, we ask our kids, what are you going to be when you grow up? They are already who they be. But we get them to believe that they're a doctor or a nurse, that we identify with a job, our money, our bank account, our house, our car, our relationship, how beautiful or sexy our body is or our spouse is, or how smart we think we are. We associate all these things about who we really are that's not us. So 
to, to really land home with a life that you love and a relationship you love, you get to know the truth of who you are, which means you get to know that you are infinite. You are a spiritual being having a physical experience. You are carnal. You will screw up. You will be human. That's the process. That's the journey to fall on your face, recognize the pain, learn from it, and then move forward. And so knowing that you are a spiritual being having a physical experience, you realize that you are here in life to remember the full truth of who you are, to bring love to every unloved place within you, and that everything in life, you avoid pain like the fucking plague, and pain carries the deepest gifts that you have to receive in your life. All the pain that you're avoiding physically is keeping you from having a body that is a vessel of power and clarity. All of the pain that you're avoiding, why do you avoid committing a relationship? Because you're fucking scared of pain. You're scared that the pains of the past will come again. And so you think that avoiding the committing commitment will save you from that pain. And the truth is the walls that you build around your heart based on the pains of the past are isolating you from the love that you most desire. And it's keeping you isolated in a state of mediocrity a state of the status quo, a state of just enough to survive. And so you work as slaves in life to jobs that are not fulfilling and not are, are not aligned with your passion and purpose. And you keep yourself from loving fully because you you're too fucking scared of the pain of having your heart fucking shred like meat through a meat grinder when that heartache comes. I can't even describe to you the amount of pain that I've experience personally and that I've witnessed in other humans and that we avoid like the plague. I did the Iron Man as physical pain. I went through divorce and affairs that devastated me beyond measure. But those pains carry the greatest joy, the greatest freedom, the greatest liberation. There's no pain in my entire life that I would take that. Stop avoiding the pain. Stop pretending that you are a mere little stupid human who's here to fucking buy the new latest iPhone and pay off your bills and collect your tax returns to pay off the fucking credit card bills that you amassed through over the last 12 months to fucking keep up with the Joneses. Identify with the truth of who you really are as a limitless and infinite being who he is here to accomplish something great. That if, if reincarnation is true, you may have to go through this shit all over again if you don't fucking learn the lessons you came here to learn. And if reincarnation is not true, you might only have one fucking shot to get through this life and to get what you're going to get. And if that's the case, I would get real busy living life to the fullest and enjoying it fully and seeing how much you can expand into your greatness and stop fucking living the slavery system of go to go to school so you can get a good job, work your nine to five, pay your bills and then die. There's something much fucking greater that's available if you'll tap into it and live into it. And I know I'm going way beyond relationships and for whatever reason, I'm going way deeper than I've ever gone on a relationships fucking webinar, but that's where we're going today. So apparently we get to go next level as a society because this shit's flowing through like mad today.
I love you. You're amazing. <laughs> I, I I love the I love the depth. And gosh, yes, like you said it all. You said it all. You're like my heart is like orgasmic right now. I'm like yes, you said it all. Yes, people stop stop living the bullshit and start living your life as an infinite, incredible, majestical. In, you know, wow, oh, you know, it's amazing when you, when we tap into that whole energy of like, we are infinite, it just feels so good and we want to share this goodie with everyone and, um, yeah, so stop avoiding the pain, um, if you want to write something down today, you want to make this your, call it mantra, call it incantation, call it whatever it is. But stop avoiding the pain is a must in your life because even when we tap into, you know, stepping as, like, clearly Christopher said, all the pain you're avoiding is isolating you from your true power. All the pain you're avoiding is isolating you from your true power. So if you want to tap into your true power, allow yourself to feel the pain, feel your body, feel, feel all aspects of yourself, feel the infinity within you. I love it. I love it. He just brought it home. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for going so deep and <laughs> passionate. I am very passionate too. Um, awesome. So to recap, because this has been an amazing um, talk about relationship, uh, as Christopher clearly said it, it's it's not just the relationship that you're going to have with your partner, with your family, with your friends, but the most amazing, critical, number one relationship that we're going to have is with ourselves. So by, by stopping avoiding the pain and trying to just camouflage everything and try to live at reality that is not ours, uh, you are harming your, your relationship with yourself, which is going to harm the relationship with your lover. And um, we talk about the stages of relationship, you know, that uh, Christopher pointed out the two great stages that people don't even know and people don't talk about it because like taboo or fear, the fear about it. Um, you know, we go from falling in love with the honeymoon, to the honeymoon stage, then we go into the trigger stage, which like where we trigger the hell out of each other. And man, it's like hell, right? <laughs> we go into hell. <laughs> After honeymoon, we go to hell. <laughs> and then, and um, one of the things I want to mention in, in this is that uh, Christopher clearly said that when you are in two, the reason why we go to hell, right, is because um, the way that I, I heard clearly is be together with another person, the two, we run more energy that we flash our, our system. We flash the system. So being in a relationship helps you to flash the system and the crap and the bullshit that is holding you back from really being your authentic self. So that's where we go to hell because we burn that shit out. And, and then we go into the other stage that people usually go is the blame stage uh, um, phase that is, it's all shit, like, gosh, we blame everyone, right? We blame ourselves, we blame uh, our partners, and, and after we, in that stage, if we haven't failed, not failed, but we haven't literally break up, 
at that point. <laughs> um, if you're still together, there is an aspect of life that brings you some kind of like people in your life that help you with some strategies and tools that Christopher clearly mentioned to truly look for people that are giving you a great a model of what a relationship could look like and also surround yourself with you know with great skills and mindset so you can shift the, the consciousness of your relationship so you can finally be in this last stage to which joy and uh, be in a blissful state um, so we also talk about the map of your relationship I call it a map where it's like be very clear where you are where you're heading be clear with the resources that you have be clear and gain that clarity and really align yourself to see what is possible in your life in your relationship what is your the most amazing ideal amazing incredible orgasmic relationship that you can possible have and embody it so the other one that we talk about uh, aspect of the map is to commit and recommit and we already talked about why people don't commit because they're afraid and they have the fear the guilt and the shame and the whole avoiding thing and all that shit so you want to have an amazing incredible juicy relationship learn to trust yourself and allow yourself to commit to yourself first and then the commitment is going to show up in your life with everything else you do um, and yeah and surround yourself with amazing people and then the map, another aspect of the map is to learn all the skills that you can possibly, uh, you can have, <laughs> and the skills and everything that is possible. So that is pretty much, we went very deep. <laughs> you have a lot, a lot, a lot to simulate. Um, it was incredible. So make sure that you re, I'm going to have to rewatch this today <laughs> and uh, take more notes. <laughs> and I am so grateful and honored for you, Christopher. I love your passion and thank you so much for all the work you're doing with helping people to really be in the most amazing, radical relationship in their life and uh, really be real to this, themselves. So how can we learn more about you? Where can we go? Uh, your website, what do you have going on for us, what kind of like event you have. I know that you have an amazing uh, event happening it's called The Perch. So just share about, about your work and and um, so all of us can uh, enjoy it and follow you <laughs> and learn more from you. Thank you, Lucia. So um, while you were speaking, I thought of an alliteration for those four stages of relationships. So you could call stage one heaven. You could call stage two hell. You could call stage three healing. And you could call stage four happy. That, that makes it four H's. Super easy to remember. So we have heaven, hell, heal, heal, heal and happy. <laughs> I love when we create something. <laughs> So that was a fun creation while you were speaking. You said heaven, hell, and then I was like, hmm, what's going to be some other H's? And I'm like, you happy. Hey, that works. So that's super fun. Um, you asked, how can people reach me? So if you're not a part of Limitless Legion, it's a Facebook group. It's free. $1,000 worth of free trainings in there and a, and a pin post. We have one of several thousand members, one of the most amazing communities ever. It's a conscious community. 
where you go to the depths, we speak the truth, we don't sugarcoat anything, we beat ourselves fully, we support each other, it's an amazing community, and it's a Facebook group, it's free, massive resources in there. That's a way for me to give back, that's also a way for me to attract clients. So go in there, test it out. If you love my stuff, figure out what I have to offer that will take you to a deeper level so that you can get there faster and easier. That's my free stuff. Also, follow me on Facebook, ChristopherJohnStubbs.com. I also have my business page on Facebook, Ascension, because we're here to ascend this planet. We're done with the bullshit. We're done with the status quo. We're done fucking playing games. We're done with the slavery system. We're done with half-assed relationships. The people you hang out with me are committed to going all the way because the depths that you go determines the height that you get to fly. So if you're in for that fucking game, you're done avoiding pain, you're done half-assing it, you want to play full out, you're done fucking living your life for other people's approval, find find out how you can hang out in our tribe. We have the best fucking tribe in the world. They are the most committed, honest, authentic, deep, willing, real fucking people in the world. So Ascension Business Page on Facebook, that's a page, not a group. Limitless Legion is a group on Facebook. My private, my personal wall, Christopher John Stubbs. Uh, and then you can go to my website, ascendyourlimits.com. Coming soon to a theater near you, my wife's most amazing creation, thegoddessexperience.com. But that one's not quite released yet, so bear with us for a few weeks until that gets released. In the meantime, we have an event coming up. We have live events every couple months. We have the most deep, real, uh, freaking down-to-earth experiential events on the planet. We don't just give you information. Information alone does not equal transformation. Even how deep we went here on this call is fucking epic, and it's a start, but these are nothing more than the tip of the iceberg. If you want to truly know, it can't just be in your head. You must take it experiential. It must be a full-body knowing and experience. That's why you come to our live events and get the full immersion experience where it transforms you on a soul level, on a body level, on every station and uh, freaking level of your being. Not just a fucking head concept. We got to get out of our heads and into a full body knowingness. Come to our live events. We only have them every few months and every event only happens once a year. The Purge is coming up in a few weeks here. We still got uh, 10 or 12 spots left. Get your ass there. If you don't want to fuck around for the next year, fucking reach out and get your ass there because we're going to the depths and you will be surrounded with 33, 35 people that are committed to, you know, 33, 35 plus the facilitators that are going to the fucking depths that aren't fucking around. And I'm specifically dropping some fucking fuck bombs because I want to weed out anyone who's not fucking committed and wants to make excuses about my language. Because <laughs> I don't fucking hold back at my events, and especially not the fucking words. If you can't handle my intensity and my passion and my fuck words, don't fucking come. <laughs> and you're not going to make any excuses. Let's fuck. <sighs> Let's fucking rock and roll. Just fuck it! <laughs> There's a lot of ways to fucking get involved. If you're sitting on the sidelines and you're not committed, keep sitting on the sidelines until you're ready. Because when you jump in this fucking boat, we play full out. We're going through the fucking rapids. 
go through the rapids and you're ready to take your life to the heights. There's a lot of people out there that just want the next fucking strategy. I can give you strategy all day long, better than anybody. I can give you principles all day long. I can give you quotes and positive thinking and a pep talk and all the shit that you can get out there. But the foundation is what determines how high that fucking skyscraper is going to be. The depth that you go is going to determine how high you get to fly. So if you're ready to fly to the highest heights, let's fucking dive to the deepest depths. Meet me at the purge. That means message me, private message me right now. If there's something in your heart fucking beaming and lighting up and saying, yes, I'm fucking ready, message me. Don't fucking go in your head and talk yourself into any other bullshit. Fucking message me. So we had limited region, ascend, and they can message you in Facebook at your ascend page. That's where they can go. They can message me personally. My Christopher John Stubbs on Facebook. My Ascension Business page on Facebook or ascendyourlimits.com. Awesome, got it. Awesome. I'm so grateful for this this interview. Thank you so much. Christopher for saying yes to this interview and from really going so deep you gave so much I truly honor you. Yes, you did gave all the the tools, the value, the strategies and all the goodies, but you also gave your heart and your passion and I learned a lot today. Um but actually well you know what I learned? The aspect of like your final <laughs> your final representation of yourself. It's like, yeah, man, like, sometimes we, you know, even as a coach, like, and we, we, we want to help people, but sometimes they're not, they don't want to, they're not ready, they're afraid, they're, they're this, and, and they make all these damn excuses that we, and we're trying to cater, and one thing I've been learning <laughs> is to just fuck it. If you're fucking ready to work with me, let's do it. And you just confirm <laughs> what I need to do. <laughs> if you're fucking ready to work and do the work, you fucking do it. I don't want to hear your fucking excuses because I'm not here for anybody who is afraid of themselves and to truly see the true power. So I just, yeah, I'm like you. Like right now, like beaming with you because I'm like, I want that. Like, I want the whole power of, like, you know, just, yeah, just be ready. If you're ready, great. If not, go stay in the timeline because until you're not ready, you know, I'm not going to fucking waste my time. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, brother. I love it. It was so much fun. Thank you so much. I honor you. I bless you. I adore you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the goodness. And for all of you, my amazing once, yes, here on Facebook, YouTube, go into uh, Limitless Region uh, Ascension, Ascension in uh, Facebook. Just follow Christopher, uh, John, um, and yeah, just contact him, change your life. I love what you said about the whole body immersion, body, full body, knowing. You can have so much shit in here and all these books in here that is not serving you. And sometimes we even have to fucking burn all of that to truly get into our body and really get into our body wisdom. So follow Christopher John and like all his work. And he has so much passion and I love you. And, uh, okay, so wrap it up. I'm Lucia Gabriela. You can check out luciagabriela.com, all the goodie, all the juiciness, and all that stuff. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube. And I am so in love to share all these amazing wisdom with you and passion and also 
keep up with uh, following all the speakers that we're going to be bringing to a YouTube show. Thank you so much for everyone for watching us. Facebook, I'll see you. See you, see you guys. I love you, I love you. And uh, for you, my YouTubers, I love you so much. Subscribe and see ya. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you. Blessings. Blessings to you.